Parents, if your kids love listening to audio stories, but you don't want them using your phone all the time to listen to them, you need a story button. Story button is a screenless device that makes it easy to listen to kid podcasts, audiobooks, and more without having to use a tablet, phone, or keep track of any cards or toys. Fan favorites like Miles the Brave and Treasure Galaxy will give your kids an extra spark of exciting imagination, while the bedtime category will help your kids as they get ready to sleep. Go to storybutton.com to learn more and view all the content currently available in the library. Story Button. Imagination lives here. Hello again, and welcome back to Kids Bible Stories. Today's episode is made possible through the generosity of the following families. A humongous thank you goes out to Danny and Eden Tokini. I would also like to say a huge thank you to Henry, Kate, and Ella, who like to listen to this before bedtime. And thank you so much to Neka Unashuku. Thank you so much for your donations. I do not take this for granted. You are helping spread the gospel to children. Children all over the world are learning about Jesus through this. Last month alone in January, we had 162,266 downloads. Families are wanting to learn about the Bible, and you are helping play a tremendous part in making this possible. If you have enjoyed this podcast, would you please consider joining these generous sponsors and supporting this? Feel free to include any information you would like me to share in the introduction. Simply go to kbspodcast.com or click the link in the episode notes. Thank you again. Today's story is called Esther Part 2, and this comes from Esther chapter 2 verse 19 through chapter 7 verse 7. I respect each family's ages and stages of life, so I have chosen to edit some parts for the kids. Please feel free to read the scriptures yourself and discuss with your family as you see fit. Remember our last episode, we learned that King Xerxes chose Esther to become the new queen. She went from a normal life to suddenly a queen. We will pick up our story right here. Let's begin. Now Mordecai was sitting at the king's gate. Remember, he had adopted Esther and she was his family. I'm sure he was worried about her. Esther had still not told anyone about her family or who her people were. That is what Mordecai had told her to do. Shh, Esther, don't tell anyone. She still obeyed Mordecai, just as she had done when he was bringing her up. Now two of the king's officers guarded the doorway. While Mordecai was sitting at the king's gate, these two guards became angry at the king, and they began to make plans to kill King Xerxes. But Mordecai found out about their plans and told Queen Esther. Then Queen Esther told the king. Long story short, King Xerxes was saved from this evil plan all thanks to Mordecai. Well, time goes by, and King Xerxes honored a man named Haman. He gave Haman a new rank that was higher than all of the important men. So important, in fact, that all the royal officers at the king's gate would bow down and kneel before Haman. This was what the king had ordered. 
But Mordecai? He would not bow down. And he did not kneel. Then the royal officers at the king's gate asked Mordecai, Um, why don't you obey the king's command? They said this to him every day. When he did not listen to them, they told Haman about it. They wanted to see if Haman would be fine with Mordecai not bowing down, because they knew a secret. Mordecai had told them the secret, what he had told Esther not to say, that he was a Jew. Well, Haman saw that Mordecai would not bow down to him or kneel before him, and he became very angry. I'm sure the pride in Haman puffed him up as he stuck out his chest, feeling snobby, and he said, Hmm, how dare he? Who does he think he is? And doesn't he know who I am? He had been told who the people of Mordecai were, and he thought of himself as too important to punish just Mordecai. So, he looked for a way to destroy all of Mordecai's people, the Jews, in all of Xerxes' kingdom. <gasps> I'm sure Haman ran as fast as his little feet could go all the way to tattletale on Mordecai to the king. Then Haman said to King Xerxes, There is a certain group of people in all the areas of your kingdom. They are scattered among the other people, but they keep themselves separate. Their customs are different from all the other people, and they do not obey the king's laws. <laughs> Unbelievable! It is not right for you to allow them to continue living in your kingdom. But I have an idea. <laughs> uh, if it pleases the king, let an order be given to destroy them. Then I will pay you 375 tons of silver to those who do the king's bidding. So the king took off his special ring and gave it to Haman. Then the king said to Haman, Hmm, the money and the people are yours. Do with them as you please. Letters were sent by messengers to all of the king's empire. Mail delivery! Mail delivery! Come and get your mail! They stated the king's order to destroy all the Jews. It was to be such a horrible, evil thing. Now, Mordecai heard about all that had been done. To show how upset he was, he tore his clothes. Then he put on rough cloth and ashes, and he went out into the city crying loudly and very sadly. The king's order had reached every area, and there was great sadness and loud crying among the Jews. <laughs> Esther's servants told her about Mordecai. Oh, Esther was very upset and afraid. What was happening? Why was everyone crying? Esther ordered her helper to find out what was bothering Mordecai and why. So Esther's helper went to Mordecai and found out the details, what was happening, and Haman's evil plot against them. 
Mordecai told him to order Esther to go into the king's presence. He wanted her to beg for mercy and to plead with him for the people. He wanted Esther to help undo this evil plan and change the king's mind. The helper went back and reported to Esther everything Mordecai had said. Then Esther told him to go back and say to Mordecai, All the royal officers and people of the royal areas know this. No man or woman may go to the king in the inner courtyard without being called. There is only one law about this. Anyone who enters must be put to death. But if the king holds out his gold scepter, that person may live. And I have not been called to go to the king for thirty days. You see, she's saying she can't just waltz into the king. Even though she's queen, she can get into serious trouble. And remember, Xerxes isn't the kindest or most patient person. Remember how he sent the old queen away? Yeah, he's a little scary. So Esther's message was given to Mordecai. Then Mordecai gave orders to say to Esther, Just because you live in the king's palace, don't think that out of all of us, you alone will escape. You might keep quiet at this time, but then someone else will help and save the Jews. But you and your father's family will all die. And who knows, maybe, just maybe you have been chosen queen for just such a time as this. And there it is the moment we've been waiting for in our story. Esther is faced with a big decision. Will she do what is right, even though it's terrifying? Or will she choose to do what she knows is wrong? And Mordecai reminds her and us that maybe, just maybe, God put her as queen at just this right time, in the right place, for this reason. Then Esther sent this answer back to Mordecai. Go and get all of the Jews in the town together. For my sake, give up eating. Do not eat or drink for three days, night and day. I and my servant girls will also give up eating. Then I will go to the king, even though it is against the law. And if I die... I die. So Mordecai went away. He did everything Esther had told him to do. On the third day, Esther put on her royal robes, and putting one foot in front of the other, she walked all the way to see the king. I imagine her heart beating quickly as she nervously anticipated how King Xerxes may react to her request. The king saw Queen Esther standing in the courtyard. When he saw her, he was very pleased. We can all breathe a sigh of relief. So far, Esther is okay. Let's see what happens next. He held out to her the gold scepter that was in his hand. So Esther went up to him and touched the end of the scepter. Then the king asked, 
What is it, Queen Esther? What do you want to ask me? I will give you as much as half of my kingdom. Esther answered, My king, if it pleases you, come today with Haman to a banquet. I have prepared it for you. Then the king said, Yes, bring Haman quickly, so we may do what Esther asks. So the king and Haman went to the banquet Esther had prepared for them. As they were eating, the king said to Esther, Esther, what is it that you want? Ask, and it will be given to you. Esther answered, This is what I want and ask for. Oh, my king, I hope you are pleased with me. If it pleases you, give me what I ask for and do what I want. Come with Haman tomorrow to the banquet I will prepare for you. Then I will answer your question about what I want. Haman left the king's palace that day happy and content. He didn't have a care in the world. Then he saw Mordecai at the king's gate. And he saw that Mordecai did not stand up, nor did he tremble with fear before him. So Haman became very angry with Mordecai. But he controlled his anger and went home. Then Haman called his friends and his wife together. And he told them about how wealthy he was and how many sons he had. He also told them about all the ways the king had honored him. And he told them how the king had placed him higher than his important men and even his royal officers. And that's not all, Haman added. I am the only person Queen Esther invited to come to the king's banquet she gave. (laughs) And tomorrow... Also, the queen has asked me to come be her guest with the king. (laughs) But all this does not really make me happy. I'm not happy as long as I see Mordecai sitting at the king's gate. Then Haman's wife and his friends encouraged him to get rid of Mordecai. That same night, the king could not sleep. After much tossing and turning... He got up and decided to have his servants bring him the daily court record to read. The record showed that Mordecai was the one who had warned the king about the men who had planned to kill him. Then the king asked, What honor and reward has been given to Mordecai for this? The king's personal servants answered, Um, nothing has been done for Mordecai. The king said, Who is in the courtyard? Now Haman had just entered the outer court of the king's palace. Remember, Haman is pretty prideful and can't let things go. So of course here he is. He was coming to ask the king about getting rid of Mordecai, when the king's personal servants said, Um, it's just Haman. He's standing in the courtyard. So the king said, Hmm... Bring him in. So Haman came in, and the king asked him, What should be done for a man the king wants to honor? And Haman thought to himself, Hmm, who would the king want to honor more than me? (laughs) So he answered the king, O king, uh, this is what you could do for the man you want to honor. Have the servants bring a royal robe that the king himself has worn. 
and also bring a horse with a royal crown on its head, then the horse, uh, it should be one that the king himself has ridden, definitely, and then let the robe and the horse be given to that one man that you want to honor, and let the servants put the robe on the man that the king wants to honor, and then let them lead him on the horse through the city streets, and as they're leading him, uh, they should definitely announce, this is what uh, this is what is done for the man the king wants to honor. <laughs> that would be, that would be just amazing. The king commanded Haman. Hmm, I like this idea very much. Go quickly, take the robe and the horse just as you have said, and do all of this for Mordecai. The Jew sitting at the king's gate, do not leave Anything you suggested out. Hold on. Did you catch that? Here is Haman, so full of hate for Mordecai, that he's come to convince the king to get rid of him. Yet, it turns out he's going to do the opposite. He will have to honor Mordecai with robes and fancy horses as he is paraded through the streets. I'm sure Haman was furious at the thought of this. Okay, let's get back to our story. So Haman took the robe and the horse. I'm sure huffing and puffing and with a scowl on his face, he put the robe on Mordecai. Then he led him on horseback through the city streets. Haman announced before Mordecai, this is what is done for the man the king wants to honor very much. Then Mordecai went back to the king's gate, but Haman hurried home with his head covered. He was embarrassed and ashamed. He told his wife and all of his friends everything that had happened to him. Well, pretty soon it was time for the banquet Queen Esther had planned. So the king and Haman went in to eat with Queen Esther. They were enjoying the grapes and crackers when the king said to Esther, What is it you're asking for? I will give it to you. What is it that you want? I will give you as much as half my kingdom. Then Queen Esther answered, My king, I hope you are pleased with me. If it pleases you, let me live. This is what I ask. And let my people live too. This is what I want. I ask this because my people and I have been sold to be destroyed. We are to be killed and completely wiped out. Then King Xerxes asked Queen Esther, Who is he? Where is he? Who has done such a thing? Esther said, A man who is against us. Our enemy is this wicked Haman. Then Haman was filled with terror before the king and the queen. The king was very angry. Do you think Queen Esther's plan to stop Haman worked? Yes, it sure did. The king did not allow Haman's evil plan to happen, and Queen Esther saved her people that day. Well, that is it for our story today. 
But before we go, let's think about what we just learned. Did Esther save her people from Haman's evil plan? Yes, she did. Did Esther take a risk by asking King Xerxes to help stop this from happening? Yes, she definitely did. Remember, Mordecai asks Esther for help, and when she first hears this, she isn't so sure. She tells Mordecai she can't just waltz in to see the king unannounced, or she could be punished. Did King Xerxes sound like a very patient and kind person? Mm, I'm not so sure. Remember how he replaced Queen Vashti? He doesn't sound too friendly. Here's my next question for you. Have you ever chosen to do the right thing, even when it could be scary? Now, hopefully none of us will experience the risk that Queen Esther had to take, but maybe you decided to stand up for another kid that was being made fun of. You had a choice. You could say nothing, join in making fun of her, or you could help that person. In doing the right thing, you might feel nervous that the other kids will now make fun of you or may not want to be your friend. Or maybe it's something like you slinging your cars over the countertop, like a racetrack, of course, when it knocks mom's cup off, shattering it to pieces. Now you have a choice. You can tell your mom and apologize, or you can lie. You can say you didn't do it, Maybe it was your little brother, or you could just say you have no clue what happened. You have a choice to do the right thing or the wrong thing. When you have these moments, you can remember our story about Esther. She chose to do what was right even when it was scary. Maybe you end up telling your mom the truth about breaking her cup, and yes, you do get your cars taken away, but it was the right thing to do. You don't feel guilty anymore, and you know your mom loves you always, no matter what. And who knows, maybe you just taught your little brother about being honest, or you learned about forgiveness through your mom's reaction. Our story also reminded us that God can use these decisions we make in part of his plan to help someone, to teach us something, or show off who he is. He used Esther as a queen at just the right time. He sees your good works. He knows you, and he loves you very much. You can always talk to God and your parents, teachers, or grandparents about these decisions. Well, that is it for our story today. In this week's iTunes review, Thank you to Sarah Bear 830 which includes Samuel and Elizabeth. Thanks to UCLA Bruin 04, Stay at Home Mama, Burchell. Thank you to Micah Almazen, HW34678, Glue W19, Laura Beth 1401, Jenny's Sidekick, Lele J, My Jars Fam 21, Mary Ann plus Alice plus Beck, Rural Philly, and SDVTF. Thank you so much for taking the time to write your wonderful reviews. Thank you again so much for listening. And 
as always. Bye for now.